Let's just enjoy these next three weeks. And then after? You'll have your freedom, I'll have mine. You have this great guy. Who loves you? You know, I thought it'd be a cute little fling, but... I want more. I'm not gonna be with you in Alaska. When I get back, I'm coming straight for you. Kid, you got talent. And you don't want to give that up. But if you want to be happy, you gotta take some chances. Ed, good morning from Las Vegas. How are you? Good morning from New York. I'm doing well. Wonderful. Thank you so much for talking to me today about your new series, Bridge and Tunnel. Of course. Happy to be here. Well, you know, me and you are pretty much close to the same age. I'm Generation X. And uh, I was so I assume that you were reminiscing or draw upon your experiences from the 1980s for this series? Uh, actually, no. You know, because the, the show is set in 1980. Um, and you and I are the same age. You know, I don't uh, come to New York uh, to live until 1990-91. However, that era in New York, the late 70s, early 80s, was a time period that, you know, I probably overly romanticized. Um, You know, that's when you've got, you know, the birth of punk rock and new wave and early hip hop and the art scene and the fashion scene. So I think the way a lot of people might say, oh, I wish I could have lived in Paris in the 20s, you know, um, I I always kind of romanticized about, you know, the late 70s, early 80s in New York. You know, I think you never romanticize your experience, right? Like, it's just like, oh, you were there. You kind of know it wasn't that great. You look back and think, oh, that would have been the time. So this was an opportunity for me to selfishly kind of recreate New York in 1980 and get to experience it. But then interestingly enough, um, you know, when COVID hit, uh, the scripts originally, you know, it's called Bridge and Tunnel. Half of the show took place with these kids on Long Island. The second half of every episode was in Manhattan as they were pursuing their respective dreams. But when COVID hit, we had to take 20% of our budget to put it towards the, you know, the COVID protocols, testing three days a week and whatnot. Um, But we also, you know, you couldn't shoot in Manhattan. So I had to rewrite all the scripts in order to uh, just take place all in their backyards and their front stoops and at the park and at the bar and hear them talk about the bad interview that happened in New York, which is what we used to see in the original version of it. So um, I wanted to recreate 1980s New York and I'll have to wait till season two to do that. And tell me about finding Jimmy and Jill and that chemistry is essential for the series. Yeah. Look, I've been, I'm very lucky to be in New York making this show because there's such a wealth of super talented, undiscovered um, young actors. Uh, so Sam is a kid. Uh, he's from Queens. Um, uh, I saw his audition and immediately I was like, okay, this kid is the real deal. And he's got that incredible balance between he can be sort of a little goofy and self-effacing. He can be sort of the romantic uh, lead. Um, he's also like one of the guys. He's kind of got um, all of those uh, attributes. Uh, you know, Caitlin Stacy, who plays Jill, I had worked with her once before. And, um, you know, the funny thing is she's from Australia. Uh, yet, you know, working with her before, I knew that she did this spot on New York accent. Um, so uh, I, in writing, um, you know, once I got her on board uh, and rewriting these episodes, I knew I had to play with something with, 
you know, the thick New York accent that gets you in trouble uh, when you're going, when you're working in New York City. And I Absolutely. can tell you, I that. Uh, and finally today, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Sundance. I love covering it. This year it's online. It's very bizarre. But, you know, I was wondering what's your favorite memory of Sundance because Brothers McMullen, you know, really launched your, your career at Sundance. 25 or 26 years ago now. Um, you know, I'm not sitting here today talking to you, if not for Sundance. You know, it's still this incredible place where you can go as an unknown filmmaker with a low budget movie with no stars, forget about stars, actors that have never even been in front of a camera before. And, you know, you can make your dreams come true. You can not only get an agent, but maybe get distribution and then maybe have a hit. So um, if not for the Sundance Film Festival, I don't have a career. Well, congratulations on Bridge and Tunnel and uh, come visit us in Las Vegas soon. We'd love to have you, Ed. I'd love to be back. Take care. Good luck. All right. Be good. Thank you. Sam, Caitlin, how are you? Good morning from Las Vegas. Hey, Jeff. Good morning. How is it in Sin City at the moment? Well, weather-wise, we're about to hit the mid-70s. Can you believe that? In January. Dang. So, uh, But our city city's kind of hurting, of course, like everywhere else because of tourism. But, you know, as soon as uh, this fall, we're going to bounce back big time. We survived 9-11. We survived uh, the Great Recession. So we'll bounce back. Everybody wants to come here. So we're partially open, but uh, come visit us when it's safe. <laughs> sure thing. I love Vegas. Oh, wonderful. I'm a native. Glad to hear that. <laughs> Uh, well, Sam, let's start with you. You know, uh, Bridge and Tunnel is about college grads set in the 1980s, leaving to pursue their dreams. Tell me about your own experience. How, how did you relate to your character and your own strive to be an actor and success? Uh, I, yeah, um, I didn't have a very traditional college experience. I went to, uh, you know, a, a city college here in New York. And uh, after a good like year and a half uh, taken between high school and then, and uh, I was working a bunch of odd jobs, like off-Broadway theaters, you know, backstage, and then um, finally went back to school, and then had to take a bunch of time off because I was getting jobs. So it was, it was, uh, it was. There was a big struggle between what, what I wanted to do, which was, which was act, you know, be an actor, and 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 sort of what I felt uh, I I needed to do, which was, you know, get that piece of paper. Um, and Jimmy has his own little struggle with, uh, with photography and, and the love of his life, Jill. Um, so I, I definitely related to, to his, what do I do next question that we all. Yeah. My about. sister was a photography major, you know, other many majors that she did, but you know, from photography to geology and everything. So yeah, everybody's trying oh, wow. to find their, everyone's trying to find their way. And yeah. Caitlin, what, what, what about your story? How did you uh, uh, manage to achieve, you know, your success? I dropped out of school, which I highly recommend everybody do. <laughs> now, I I um, I kind of made the decision when I was very young. And when you're a kid, like, of course you want to be an actor. I just was um, lucky enough that it came true pretty quickly. And, you know, it hasn't always been super fruitful. And there have been times where I'm like, oh, I wonder if I could do anything else. But I don't, I don't, I'm not good at anything else. So I'm stuck. But yeah, I kind of realized very early on what I wanted to be and, and how I wanted to achieve it. But it's been yeah, just- I'm good at this, Kate, so. You are? I'm not good at this, you said? <laughs> I'm good at this. Oh, you're not good at this. Why would I say I'm that? I'm good at this either, so I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, uh, you know, Sam, tell me about Ed Burns' style because I have such respect for him because he's a complete filmmaker. 
He likes to wear jeans, t-shirts, orthopedic flip-flops. That's his style. <laughs> the flip-flops are the greatest, especially when he's riding a bike. It's, it's great. Um, you mean he's human? <laughs> he's human, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's definitely what I, how I describe Eddie Burns. Um, it, I, I love his thought. Um, it, it, he sort of just he shows you where to start, where to finish, and kind of just lets you fill in the blanks. Um, not literally, there is a script, um, but <laughs> he, yeah, and, and, he, and he's, he, he works well on his toes. There, there are a bunch of times where, it, you know, if we're shooting indoors, obviously everyone's outside of the room and, and he'll walk in and I'll just be like, how about, say, you know, this, not that, okay, what do you think? It's <laughs> just like, it's a, it's a conversation. It feels like a conversation. Um, which was was super refreshing to like sort of have that input. Um, but like Kate's worked with him before, but you know I I saw him as that's that's Ed Burns. Like you don't you don't want my opinion. I want your opinion. Um, but then you know a- after the first week, I was like, okay, you you see his his genuine self come out. It was cool. And, and Kate, tell me about finding your chemistry with Sam because it's it's essential to the series. Very difficult. He's so unattractive and unappealing and unlikable. You know, you could just read that from him from a mile away. Um, uh, honestly, it was really easy. We spent 24-7 together. I, I ate every meal with him for about five weeks. And I, uh, I'm i also just like a kind of intense person, I think. So I'm just like, hi, here I am. Want to be my best friend in the whole world and make out with me every day until we're dead. Um, and so... I think I just kind of like honestly overwhelmed him <laughs> um, and kind of just forced him to be around me a lot, um, which I think worked out for the best. Like we, all of us got along so well. We were in a hotel room together for, sorry, my dog is coughing. Um, uh, we were in a hotel room for the five weeks. We were, all our rooms were next to each other. Like you could, I could hear people going to the bathroom. You know what I mean? Like. There were no membranes between us. We were just one collective hive mind at a certain point. And, you know, we kind of had to get into it immediately. Sam and I had to establish this, like, how long have they been dating, Sam? Like, according to the script, like, since they were 14? Yeah, since, like, high school. So, like, they've known each other their whole lives. And it had to feel like we had a language with one another and that we just, like, instinctually, like, not only, like, could interpret what the other person was saying, but we also just had to like physically become so comfortable with each other, um, which I think is demonstrated on screen. (laughs) Well, congratulations on the series because it's wonderful and uh, come visit us in Las Vegas when it's safe. We'd love to have you both. Hell yeah. yeah.